What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology's Daily Devo with Trust in Jesus Ministries. And we are continuing on our Rebecca uh, wife finding search for Isaac. Finding Rebecca. That's what we're looking for, a wife for Isaac. And we picked up, we're picking up where we actually picked her up. And uh, we're taking her back to the house, um, back to her house. The servant asked, do you got a place that I could stay or is your father got a place for me, a room that I can stay? And um, she's like, yeah, come on back. Come on back to the crib. And so um, the servant goes back with her. Uh, so we're on Genesis 24, 28 through 49. If you haven't checked it out, go ahead and stop the tape, read, see what it's about. Come back and we'll answer the four questions. If you have already read, well, let's go ahead and see how this continues, man. The first question is, what's going on in the scriptures? What's actually happened? Well, as soon as they get back to the house, uh, Rebecca runs in and tells everybody. She's like, man, I met this guy and uh, he's got all his stuff and he's supposed to be meeting me. And then so uh, when he did that, her brother came out um, and met met uh, the servant and he saw the stuff that she had. He, he met him outside, talked to him. He's like. I'm going to hook this brother up with some food, trying to continue the hospitality. You know, Rebecca was eager. She jumped off the camel, ran in, man. It was fast. And then Laban shared that eagerness with him as uh, or, or with her as he ran out to meet the servant, man. So this is like this is some stuff going on right here. Anyway, whenever he meet uh, uh, he meets uh, the servant outside, he goes and, and puts some food before his plate face. He gives him some food, hooks him up with some food, man. But the servant says, man, I can't eat until I uh, I tell you what's going on. Oh, um, another mention I meant to say that that the Laban demonstrating the hospitality. He also uh, puts out, cleans, clears up a place for the camels. Imagine that, though. He got 10 camels, man. You know what I'm saying? In their house. And so he's got to find a spot for all those 10 camels. This is no easy task that these guys are doing for um, um for the servants. So they're showing quite a bit of hospitality. They're showing quite a bit of like, uh, um, ability for this guy to come in, like love, care, um, co commitment, concern for this dude. This is not a simple task. This is not easy. And so it's just really mirroring kind of the family dynamic that Abraham has as he shows hospitality now. And then it showed Lot showed hospitality Rebecca showed hospitality, and now Laban is showing hospitality. This is it's kind of like a family theme. But anyway, he gets his food ready. He's like, I can't uh, stay until I, I tell you what I got to say. He's like, go ahead, say what you got to say. And then the servant just kind of recounts all that just went down. He tells him about his prayer, uh, his journey, seeing uh, Rebecca, then doing the thing he asked God to do and then Rebecca actually responding in kind and so he tells him about all this and at the end I just I just like this is it's, it's so it's so good but it says that he bowed down and he worshiped the Lord he told told Laban man that he did this and he says because God caused him to proffer, prosper but then it says it's because he led him in the way of truth uh, to find the house of his master's brother or father. And so, uh, yeah, it's like he he led him in the way of truth. The the servant recognized that he he was following God's direction because he had hope and faith in the God of his master. Man, whoo, that's tough. 
That's tough. That's what we got to do. Follow in the way of truth. And we have the words of truth. It's the scriptures that we're reading right now, man. It's something that we can pick up and have a clear understanding of what God is calling us to do. And some of it may not be as clear, <laughs> clear as mud, huh? but uh, he has given us direction through the scriptures that we can know and understand. And what's not clear, we go to the clearer scriptures to understand. And then we ask our, our brothers and sisters in Christ to read books who are our brothers and sisters in words from different times or generations to understand uh, what the scripture is actually saying. So we have the words of truth. What's this saying about God, man? Well, I think it's saying he's faithful. He's done what he said he was going to do. He said uh, in that recounting of the story, Abraham said that God was going to send a messenger before him or an angel before him in order to get prepared the woman whom his son was supposed to marry. And we find that that happens as the servant prays. It's not even it says before he even finished praying in his heart, before he even finishes the, the prayer to God, God responds and a woman comes, and that woman is Rebecca, the one in whom God has chosen. And that's what it says, that God has, has chosen her. He said he picked her specifically for Isaac, which is wonderful. What a wonderful love story. And then we also see that God gives direction. He's a God that wants us to know. He's a God that wants us to understand. He's not a God who wants to keep secrets. There are some times where he holds back things because he wants to see our trust become developed over time. But in the end, he reveals to us what it is that we need to know. And this is what our God does when it says that he leads us in the path of truth or he leads us in the ways of truth or the direction of truth. God wants us to know when he, when he has a plan for us, he, he sets it up, which he does. He sets it up and he allows us to, to know it. We just got to pick up his word. We got to listen to him. What's to say about man is that, man, we should always give glory to God. Man, this servant, he tells him, even in the story in which he's recounting, he's like, and I bow down and I worship the God of my uh, Yahweh. Uh, the God of Abraham, my master, is like, for what he has done, I worshiped him. And then it also says, as man, we should be testifying to his goodness, is that when these things happen, we should give glory to God. Uh, one of the things that I've been trying to work on, I've been working on for a, a few years now, uh, and it's still difficult today, is that whenever I, um, um, whenever I have something happen to me, that is good or awesome. Um, I try to make it known that it is by God's blessing that these things happen. And what I mean is that when I speak to my Christian friends, I'm always like, man, God has done some amazing things as he's allowed my van to uh, not have uh, any lasting transmission problems, but instead it was just a computer problem. And so I didn't have to wait for a week or two in order to get it fixed and staying in a hotel. That's a blessing. God is so good. And then to my non-Christian friends, my secular friends, I would just be like, man, it was awesome that it worked out that I didn't have to fix the transmission, but it was just only a computer. And so what I want to do now is do the same thing that I would for my Christian friends is bringing honor and glory to God to my non-Christian friends to say, this is wonderful 
and it was brought upon me by the power and the provision of Yahweh, of my God. And so I think that is testifying to the goodness the way that this servant did. We're going to find out later that Laban is, we're going to see here in the passage that Laban uh, does seem to glorify Yahweh. Next next week we're gonna, or next episode we're going to talk about that. But we also find out later that um, he also has these other guys. He's a, a polytheist, so it's not just singularly Yahweh. So whenever um, the servant is mentioning these things, he's mentioning it to someone that doesn't glorify God alone, the one true God. And so in the same way, that's what I'm trying to practice. And I guess I'm moving into application already as I told you my application. And may this be your application as well, is that whenever you see something and feel something and have something happen in your life that you know came from means of God alone, the only way that this thing could have been achieved is by his hand and his power, his providence, then go ahead and mention that, man. Let people know, regardless of their status or their relationship with Jesus, the one who did it. Um, because maybe by them seeing you glorify it, then they will end up glorifying him. Because that's how things work, man. God moves with his spirit through us as instruments of testimony, of witness to how wonderful he is. So I appreciate you guys for listening. And uh, yeah. I'll see you in the next episode.